Hey, y'all. Welcome to Solid Saturdays, where we take a moment to have a casual conversation that flows from the heart of God. Listen, I get it. It's Saturday. It's the weekend. And you're probably in your bed. You're probably running errands or you're preparing to spend time with your loved ones. But since you are listening, I want you to sit at the edge of your seat and get ready to be inspired. Are y'all ready? All right, let's go. Hey, y'all. Welcome to Solid Saturdays, prayer and inspiration. We are here once again. So I want to reiterate, just in case you may have missed it, if you're not following me on social media, whatever the case may be, I want to make you aware that instead of us having a new episode every week, we're having a new episode every two weeks. So this podcast is now bi-weekly. So make sure you set your calendars so that you know when a new episode is dropping. Now, today, I want to talk about Actually, I want to talk to all the church kids. Well, you really don't have to be churchy to be able to relate with what we're going to be talking about today, because nowadays what I'm going to talk about is also seen on mainstream and on different television shows, etc. But I want to talk to you because I really think that today's episode is going to set a lot of families free. It's going to set a lot of families free and maybe even remove some of the deception that the enemy may be throwing at you guys that is causing the divide in families. And what I mean by the divide is that there is lack of understanding, but we're going to kill that today. Amen. (laughs) So y'all ready to dive in? All right, let's go ahead and dive in. Now, do y'all remember deliverance services? To be honest, I used to be afraid of going to deliverance services. Listen, y'all, don't come for me because I know many of y'all were afraid when you were kids too. But I used to be afraid because in my little eyes, how people express their deliverance, which may have been through uncontrollable shaking, eyes rolling back, hollering, passing out, or what I thought to be unconscious and even drooling and vomiting, what I experienced or what I saw in my little eyes. Listen, as a kid, I wanted no parts of that. If deliverance was going to make me do all those things, then I just wanted to stay away from that. Because truth is, I didn't understand it. So parents, I want to say this to you all. If you're still going to services like these, or even if you're not, It's very important for you to explain why people act or respond the way they do in deliverance services so that your children are not traumatized. Because what will happen is your children will start to despise Holy Spirit because they're like, okay, if Holy Spirit or if the anointing makes me act like that or make people act like that, I don't want that. And actually, see, listen, this is where y'all going to be set free. Hallelujah. I feel the presence of God. Actually, that could be what is driving families apart. Those that want to do a good thing as far as going to church, but then kids, they sit back and they don't understand. So now you have in the home where kids don't want to go to church because they don't want any parts of that. But if you take the time to explain what's happening, why people respond the way they do, I'm pretty sure that there will be unity in the household. I know as time went on and in the past, people haven't explained it. And we just learn as we go, listen, people of God, Now is time out of us learning as we go. 
that not only goes for understanding in the church, but even talking to your kids about sex, talking to your kids about having healthy relationships. Listen, it's so, so important. We often sit back after our kids are grown and wonder why they act in the way they did because we didn't have these vital conversations. The Bible talks about in Deuteronomy that we're supposed to have conversations at the kitchen table. Maybe that's what the issue is. We no longer have a kitchen table and I'm included because I don't have a kitchen table, but I do have a counter and that's where we have dinner at. Amen. (laughs) But y'all get what I'm saying. We have to have conversations with our kids and not leave them out there alone trying to figure things out. The Bible even speaks about that in Proverbs. Actually, y'all, I just read it this morning, so I'm gonna read it to you on today. Amen. Let's see. Okay, so Proverbs chapter 29, verse 15. And we know the first part of this scripture. It says, a rod of correction imparts wisdom, but a youth left to himself is a disgrace to his mother. So we know about the rod of correction because that's our excuse of giving our children whoopings. Amen. But the second part of that, it says that a youth that is left to himself is a disgrace to his mother. So the wisdom goes further than just the rod. You have to have those conversations because if you leave a youth to themselves where they're trying to figure things out on their own, they will become a disgrace to you. The word of God is true. So it's important for you guys to have those conversations about everything, not just about church and deliverance services and all those things, just about everything. Talk to your kids because there's so many things out there that is driving them away from the foundation that you imparted in them. And if their foundation is not strong, then they would drift away with that. So when I was a kid, I didn't want any parts of deliverance until it was explained to me. Now, I will tell you that my biggest deliverances happened in the privacy and comfort of my home where I was alone with God. It was just me and God. And that's where my biggest deliverances happened. I responded to his beckoning and submitted to his hand. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Because this is just not for kids. This is for you all as well. If you get caught up in the tradition and religion of just going to church for your deliverance, then you're going to be caught up in a cycle because you will start to realize that a lot of times when you leave the church and you come back home, then those things that were familiar to you that got you caught up in those cycles, they're still there. And if you don't have that personal experience with God, you're not going to know how to withstand those things. You can't be dependent on the preacher, the pastor, the minister, the prophet, the apostle to be there in your home or to call them every time something comes up. Now, listen, shepherds, we have a responsibility of sheep, but at some point there is a maturing that has to be in place and you have to respond to that. When God beckons you, you got to respond and you got to be obedient. You can't be asking your pastor, your apostle, your prophet, your evangelist, whoever. You can't be asking them if this is God when you know it's God. There is a beckoning on the inside of you that you know is your heavenly father calling you. And once he calls you, then you respond to his beckoning by submitting to his hand, which I will tell y'all that it is so uncomfortable. And that's what keeps us from resisting the hand of God because it's not comfortable. (laughs) And it's not comfortable because God is trying to break a cycle. So 
now that I know what God can do, or now that I found out what God could do, I want other people to experience that same experience of deliverance, especially my children. So one morning while I was studying my Bible, the Lord said to me, you're going to tell your son about your past sins. And then the Lord started to show me my son's heart and how he was longing for affection. So just to give you guys a backdrop of that, truth is, is that when COVID hit, I wasn't as affectionate to my son as I had been in the past. And really, that was my way of protecting him, because during that time, my son was hospitalized three times, two times within two months. And the last time he was hospitalized was the scariest time of my life. And because of his condition, he was considered to be high risk when COVID first hit which was a month later. So the whole country was shut down, but I worked at the police department. So I had to return to work sooner than most people had to. And when I came home, I told my son not to touch me until I washed up and sanitized the house to protect him from possible COVID exposure if I was exposed to COVID. But I didn't tell him my reasoning as to why I was not touching him or as to why he couldn't touch me. He just knew that he had to stay in his room once I got home. So this went on every day for months. And now a few years later, now that we know more about COVID, I've unleashed the affection again and he often rejects it. And I told myself that he rejected it because he was a teenager now. But deep down, I knew it was something much deeper. So The same morning where the Lord told me that I needed to share my past sins with my son, he also told me to apologize to my son for not being affectionate in the past and explain to him why. So later that morning, my son woke up and he came out and he greeted me and then he sat down. And when he sat down, I just dove in. I did what Holy Spirit instructed me to do. And At that moment, as I was talking, because y'all know, kids, they don't like to have serious conversations. They don't like to talk, especially teenagers. So I, I saw the discomfort on him. But as I was talking, I also saw there were chains being loosed or broken from his life over his mind because I was giving him understanding. Okay, which is so big. So I could tell that it brought healing and clarity to his mind. I saw it all in his eyes. And this right here, people of God, it wasn't a church service. It wasn't a lot of hollering and screaming and drooling and all that stuff. It wasn't any laying on of hands. Let me tell y'all something. God can do things without laying on of hands. Now, I'm not going to minimize the fact that laying on of hands is very, very important. It's biblical. But When you rely on waiting on somebody to lay hands on you, you are robbing yourself of the freedom that God has for you right now. Many of you are getting free just from listening to this podcast. And I know it because I feel it. I feel it. You don't have to ever write me and tell me that you got freedom today or that you got delivered today or that your mind was open because your mind being open is also another way of saying that you were delivered. What deliverance means is that somehow you got tied up, locked up, bound into some way of thinking you got or some type of habit or something like that. But when you listen to instruction, when you listen to the truth, 
it enlightened you and you don't think that way anymore. You have a new way of thinking. You have a new way of living. That's all deliverance is, y'all. So for us to just box it in into a church service, that's the devil. Can I just say that? That is nothing but the devil. He is deceiving you. You can have deliverance right in your living room. And that's what happened for my son and I. I could see the freedom in his eyes. And not only that, it was immediate because after that, he had such a joy. I mean, he was always joyful anyway, but there was a lightness, like there was a burden that was lifted off of him that made him free of expressing his emotions, expressing his inner needs. I can't even explain it. And that's the supernatural part of deliverance. It was very simple, but it was so powerful because it set him free. Because the truth is, is that the enemy could have been telling him that I stopped loving on him or showing him affection because I didn't like him, which was a lie. I know it was a lie, but the enemy will use what the person is seeing and make an illusion of that and convince them of the lie being the truth. That's who he is. He's an accuser of the brethren. He is the father of lies. But we have a responsibility that if we know the truth, we need to give understanding to whoever may be confused. You may have the best intentions, but if the enemy is deceiving a family member, a friend or whoever, somebody you're ministering to, you have the responsibility not to debate, but to give understanding. That's how we see freedom. That's how we see deliverance. So the enemy could have been telling him that, just feeding him lies, but that was so far from the truth. However, my son would have never known the truth had I not been obedient to Holy Spirit and shared it with him. Because truth is, is that that never crossed my mind that I had to share that part with him. Because as parents, we do what we think is best out of the goodness of our heart, the abundance of our heart. And if we see what we're doing is good, sometimes we just, if we're honest, can we be honest today? Amen. If we're honest, we don't even think of how it affects our children because we see the good in it. We see, I saw it as protection, but he could have saw it as rejection. Can I set y'all free today? Amen. I saw it as protection, but he could have seen it as rejection because there was no explanation behind it. But now that he has the truth behind it, I exposed every lie of the enemy and boom, just like that, he was set free. I want y'all to do that today for your family. Even if you are doing it from the purest intentions, the best place that you could do it, the best motives that you could have, Sometimes you just need to have a conversation with your kids to eliminate every lie that the enemy is telling them. The enemy is after our children, y'all. I don't know if you know this, but the enemy is after our children. So anything that he can take that may be innocent and distorted and tainted in the vision of our children to create anger, to create depression, to create anxiety, to create fear, he's going to do that because he's trying to destroy our children but the devil is a liar <laughs> he's not gonna have our children because we have the power to set them free okay i'm yelling i'm so sorry but i mean that with everything in me 
because I feel that even as I'm saying these words and sharing my experience, that you all are being set free. So don't sit on what you're feeling right now. You need to do something. This is God beckoning you. So what you going to do when he beckons you? You you have to respond. You have to submit to his hand. And whatever he's telling you to do, even if you have adult children, it is worth it. There may be a lot of confusion that they're holding on to and it's keeping them bound. If you have the knowledge of the truth that will set them free, then give it to them. Why withhold their freedom? Why withhold their freedom? So my son would have never known the truth had I not been obedient to Holy Spirit and shared it with him. And immediately after that, like I said, I saw freedom on him. He started playing music with so much joy. God is amazing, y'all. Deliverance comes from obedience and sharing the truth. The Bible says it. The truth shall make you free. Let's not only box that into church. Freedom can happen in your household. Joshua said it. As for me and my house, we going to serve the Lord. He didn't say gone, but y'all get what I'm saying. He said, we will serve the Lord. <laughs> We will serve the Lord, not only in church, but every day. Hallelujah. We welcome the presence of God in this place. And where God's presence is, there is fullness of joy. At his right hand are pleasures forevermore. There is freedom in his presence. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. There is freedom. Why are our households so bound? Why are our households in so many chains? There is no reason. If you are a believer in Jesus Christ, invite the presence of the Lord into your house and have those hard conversations because from those hard conversations it's going to come freedom it's going to be what you're asking for you've been praying for God to bring you freedom for him to loose the chains of bondage off you for him to break off a generational iniquities off your family and what you have failed to realize is that the power is in your tongue life and death is in the power of your tongue if you remain silent then you are entertaining the cycle of bondage in your family you have the power to set the captive free in your home you have the power in your tongue choose what you're going to say and choose how you're going to respond because truth is your conversation with your family may not be as smooth as what had happened with me and my son it depends on the temperament the personality of the person and how long they have been harboring whatever they're harboring they may be very angry but even in that a soft answer turns away wrath. So you have to prepare yourself for what God is going to do in your household, how the people are going to respond. They may not respond the way you want them to respond, but you also got to realize that when cycles and even wicked spirits are disrupted, they lash out. Okay, we're going to get into a whole nother teaching, but just be aware. Don't get upset. A soft answer turns away wrath. Prepare yourself. Ask Holy Spirit to dwell in you and to guide you and to guide your tongue and watch him break chains off of the lives of your family members. You don't have to be bound. You don't have to watch your children and family be bound. Get vulnerable. Trust God and share the truth. God gave you your truth for the sake of freedom for someone else. How are you going to use your truth? First of all, give your truth to God and allow him to show you how he can move in your truth and set you free.
And once you've gone through that, then share your truth so that it can set other people free. People are waiting to hear truth. People in your family included. People are waiting on deliverance. Not so much in the traditional way. I mean, it still works. Amen. (laughs) But sometimes there needs to be a seed planted before they even get to the church. So, Father, we thank you right now for this time where we're able to talk about real things. And we thank you for how you're setting up every son, every daughter that's listening to this podcast for freedom, Father. You're setting them up for deliverance, Father. You're setting their families up to be free, Father, and no longer bound for whatever has held them for years and years and years. Father, I pray, God, that even as we feel your presence right now, that your presence will continue to go with us, God. I pray, God, against the spirit of fear and anxiety that may come upon your sons and daughters that are listening to this podcast after this podcast episode is over. And I pray for the boldness and the courage, your courage, God, to rise up on the inside of them, that they're able to have those tough conversations with their family, with their friends, God, so that freedom could reign in their land, God, the domain that you have placed them in, Father, that they will be able, God, to stand firm on the truth that you have given them, Father, and make it make your people free, Father. Set families free, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, that they're no longer walking around in circles of discontent, circles of unforgiveness, circles of anger, circles of depression, Father. Set them free, Father, in the name of Jesus. I pray that you would lift every heavy burden off of their life, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, and free their hearts, God, in Jesus' name. I plead the blood of Jesus over them, God. I plead the blood of Jesus over their minds. I plead the blood of Jesus over their hearts, God. I plead the blood of Jesus over their thoughts, Father. And I plead the blood of Jesus over the receiving party, Father, that their hearts will be tender and ready to receive your truth. The devil is a liar. I pray that you would eradicate and remove every evil and wicked spirit from their presence right now in the name of Jesus. May the ground that they are on, Father. May it be a ground that is ready for the seed to be sown, Father, in the name of Jesus. Break up the fallow ground, God, with your consuming fire. Move now, God, where they are, Father, and ready them for your word, for the truth that will be released in that atmosphere in the name of Jesus. I declare over everybody under the sound of my voice that they will be as bold as a lion, God, sharing your truth, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, not backing down. But Father, I thank you that they are putting on the full armor of God, Father, so that they'll be able to withstand the schemes of the enemy in the name of Jesus. I pray that their vision will be keen and precise, God, so that they will be able to discern, God, things for what they are, Father. I pray, God, that there will be such a sensitivity in their spirit that they will be able to know what to share at what time and what not to share, Father. In the name of Jesus, build up your sons and your daughters right now in Jesus name. And I pray God that your healing waters would flow in their homes. God flow in families, father, that you would heal them. Father, in the name of Jesus, every wound that is open, father, I pray that you would be the surgeon that goes in and provides healing for them. Father, in the name of Jesus, let their healing not be stifled or stopped by fear. But father, may you be the bomb of Gilead, God, that heals them, God, from every bit of pain in the name of Jesus, Lord. And I pray, God, for the courage, God, 
for your sons and your daughters to stand firm, God, in the truth and releasing that healing virtue in their homes, Father, in Jesus' name. I pray, God, that you will reestablish the kitchen table, God, the discussions that bring forth healing, God, the daily discussions, the consistent discussions, God, that will bring forth healing into families, God, healthy families. I decree and declare healthy families to arise now in the name of Jesus, Lord. Restore the family unit, Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, have your way, God, in the homes of your people. Strengthen marriages, strengthen husbands, strengthen wives, strengthen children in the name of Jesus, God. And I pray, God, that you will be the foundation that they stand on, Father, in Jesus' name. Father, you're so good and your mercy endures forever. May you have your way in the lives of your people. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. What a mighty God we serve. I want to thank you all once again for joining today and listening to today's episode. It is my prayer that you were inspired by the message shared. And here's the thing about inspiration. When you're inspired, then you are ignited to go out and do something about it. So let this not only be something that you hear and that you receive in your heart, but if you receive it, then move out on what you receive. Seek the Lord to find out when is the right timing for you to release or you to have that discussion. But until then, reestablish or restore the kitchen table in your homes and have discussions on a daily basis to tender the ground for freedom. Because that may even be the segue into you having that much tougher discussion with your family. So, as I said, it is my prayer that you were inspired today by the message and that you received that prayer today. And because we serve such a loving and a faithful God, I know that you did. So you know what that means? I have no doubt that you will surely have a solid Saturday. See you all next time.